Right now I'm joined by uh, Andrew Bell. It must be time for Art is Real. Kia ora. Uh, kia ora. Uh, welcome. And um, this week we're joined by Graham Fletcher. G'day. Uh, Morena, welcome. Um, all right, Andrew, take it away. Yeah, sure. So, um, Graham, I just wanted to give you a bit of an introduction to Graham and Graham's practice before we launch into a few questions. So, um, Graham uh, grew up in Auckland. He's of dual heritage, Samoan European heritage, um, and studied at UniTech and the Eland School of Fine Arts, um, but has been down in Dunedin for the last six years or so. Yeah, that's right. Um, teaching at the Dunedin School of Art. Um, he's a painter and um, the opportunity kind of arose to talk about his work because he is currently showing um, a survey, I guess, of work, 20 or so years of yeah, work. Yeah, it's about 20 years, uh, survey show. Survey show in Auckland as part of the Auckland Arts Festival. Um, the show is called The Third Space, Ambiguity in the Art of Graham Fletcher and it runs from the 2nd of March till the 28th of April. Mm-hmm. And we were alerted to this exhibition at the Hocken because um, there's a work on loan for this exhibition that's from the Hocken, so just oh, was nice. a nice connection. I, you said alert, I thought maybe a big red button and <laughs> a big red light to go. That's what happens each time. Graham Fletcher's having an exhibition. Yeah. <laughs> everybody, <laughs> attention. Um, I, I was looking at a few of your uh, works, Graham, um, and I'm reading a little bit and um, about how you create work that is open to interpretation. Um, you know, deliberately bringing Pacifica, um, African and European art together. I looked at the ga- the gamer room, the games room, sorry, uh, and what stood out for me was the the use of red, brown, and black and whites, like um, you know, which is. Um, have made use of mouldy art, so I, yeah, yeah that, that's what really stood out for me, and, and um, so I really like that. It, hmm. uh, I'm trying to think which one that which work that is. If anything, those colours are probably reminiscent of that period I look at when I do the interiors, which is that 50s and 60s period. Ah, right. Yeah, that one's got a little Julian Dashper work, oh, one nice. of the drum yeah. drum works there. So. Um, yeah, I, I source my a lot of my material for the interiors uh, in uh, magazines, design magazines yeah. of that 50s, 60s period. Yeah. Those colours were quite prominent in mm-hmm. uh, 70s, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, there's a lot of oranges and greens and um, mm, mustard. Retro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that yeah. mustard. Colour. Yeah, I love yeah. the mustard. For mica. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe just to describe to some of the listeners what um, Graham's work looks like. I mean, you're welcome to look his website online he's got a great um, website that documents his work but he paints these domestic interiors that combine kind of mid-century furnishings with ethnographic objects um, I guess kind of revisiting 20th century European interests in primitivism and the fetishization of so-called exotic cultures and Mm -hmm. as he he mentioned taking cues from architectural magazines and commercially produced Mm. souvenirs and um, the series um, of work that kind of look at these interiors as the lounge room tribalism series is that, that's yeah that's, a, that's, that's yeah. a phrase I've coined to mm. describe these sort of intercultural spaces mm. um, the, the whole idea came about through a number of uh, or a series of events where I'd go into people's houses and see their personal collection of um, oceanic art, mm. uh, traditional art with modern art and folk art and other um, art objects and always interested about this intermingling of cultures. Mm, mm. 
and, and um it's strange because I, I i look at the works and um and, and there's intermingling but it all it all fits together yeah well that's what i found quite strange about it too because mm. some uh, people uh, collectors you know they move around objects take their time trying to place them and carefully mm. so things do sort of work together um and I was, it was always strange to see the traditional and the modern working like that and a lot of modern art especially mm. you know if you think about picasso and them did yeah. did use a lot of that um, traditional art or ethnographic art in yeah. their work to, to uh, influence their work. And that's mm. kind of, is that kind of the starting point for this series? Like you spent some time, you travelled around Europe? Yeah, yeah. Visited some there, there was a couple of places I visited, the Branley Museum in Paris, and but the key one really was the Georges Pompidou Centre mm. in Paris where I came across André Breton's wall. Uh, which from his studio. From his, from, yes, from his studio, his home, his, home, yeah, home. his apartment. And um, he, he had thousands of objects, ethnographic objects, as well as, you know, works by Duchamp and Giacometti and others, mm. uh, Max Ernst and whoever. Um, but he would spend days trying to, walking around with objects in his house, trying to make them work with other objects. Um, and for many other reasons, he would be a collector as well, and to, including the magical properties of these works mm. uh, he was interested in as well. And it's interesting because today we talk quite a bit about cultural appropriation. It's still a very topical mm. issue, but also like those artists like Picasso and Breton and like surrealists and cubists, they all kind of were um, really inspired by these ethnographic artifacts and kind of that really contributed to the development of Western art history. Um, uh, yeah, and I've got to say, in my undergraduate studies, those modernist artists, high modernist artists like Matisse and Picasso, mm. were the people I looked at a lot. Yeah. Mm. Um, and I knew that, you know, they looked at um, other uh, tribal art, and you mm. could see photographs of that, uh, of their collection in the background as well, uh, especially with Braque. And um, so it, it sort of stayed with me in some ways, but it finally came through in my own work eventually uh, for the the past 10 years. Do you think because of what's happening in, in terms of cultural appropriation um, that we'll kind of lose these kinds of settings in households? Uh, Will you do have the mixture of the arts? I, I'm not sure because in some ways, you know, for myself, a Samoan background, I have, um, you know, I've got a tapa cloth on the wall, mm -hmm. <laughs> and I have a carver bowl, which uh, I put all my fruit in, and I see, and, and I see that in many households. Mm -hmm. um, you know, sure, these aren't you know, the, the the objects I have are sort of uh, high-end uh, tourist um, uh, art, but, you know, I still prize them. And I think other people who do travel around the um, Pacific Islands probably collect as well mm -hmm. and um, take these things back uh, to trigger intentional memory about their travels, I guess. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I certainly have a carver set. Oh, right. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, here we go. It's all coming out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually was gifted mine by. Um, I used to work at the freezing works, and um, I was gifted mine by some Indian Fijians who were Muslims who were do doing the work for halal. To make oh, the meat halal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I used to go around to their house for dinner a lot and yeah, I used to have yeah. some carver ceremonies. It was oh, right. good times. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a, a taste you got to acquire, oh. I think, at uh, oh, yes. carver. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not the nicest of tastes, but yes. Um, yeah, I was just going to say that I first came across Graham's work. Um, I think we worked out it was about five or six years ago, 2012. 
not yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. at the Asia Pacific Triennial APT, which is a um, exhibition that's run every three years in Brisbane. And um, I was working at the Queensland Art Gallery, Gallery of Modern Art, Quagoma, and Graham was a participating artist, and he was showing some of these works and um, I was also working actually with some artists from Papua New Guinea at the time so it was kind of an interesting context for looking at the, some of these ideas and issues. Yeah I, I, I don't think I got to meet the Papua New Guinea yeah. artists which was a bit of a shame because they actually had my work right right, right next, next to, to theirs yeah. <laughs> and I was kind of curious and maybe a bit hesitant as to how they would react to it. Um, because a lot of the objects I use are, are widely circulated around, you yeah. know, um, imagery. But, you know, there's still a, you know, maybe a sacred quality to some of those yeah. objects that you probably shouldn't put out openly in display. I, I wasn't sure, but I would have liked to have asked. Mm. Mm-hmm. Do, do you do a lot of research into the objects that you put I try your... to do as much as I can. Um I do go to uh, the museum a lot. Yeah. Uh, especially this one I'm looking at. Great over collection. There. Yeah. Oh, collection. the one nearby. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, it's it's limited because if you get something off the net, um, sometimes it's uh, labelled incorrectly. Mm. I know that for certain because mm. I've yeah. looked at other objects and I think, well, that's wrong. But you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I sometimes tell people, look, that's not from that part update, of the world. Yeah. It's not African. There's actually an oceanic object. Yeah. So, mm. um, but you know, how often could I keep doing that? Yeah. But yeah, I try and research as best as I can because I, you know, want to have some knowledge of the images that I. Do use. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do, do we celebrate the oceanic arts enough in Aotearoa? I think so. I think so. There's a there's a big exhibition happening tomorrow um, at o- opening at Te Papa, the toy mm-hmm. art. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got a couple of works in that, so I'll be shooting off tomorrow to for the opening. I think uh, Jacinda Radun will be opening mm-hmm. the the new uh, gallery at Te Papa, and um, I think there's a lot of uh, Pacifica. Uh, artists involved in this mm-hmm. uh, in this show, uh, as well as um, Maori artists and um, and others. Uh, I, I really don't know the gist of it yet, but I'll be there and yeah. I will have a good look around. Yeah, yeah. and is, is that going to be a permanent collection? Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure how long the exhibition's going to last for. I, I'm a bit unclear on all the details. The toy but I'm, I'm, I'm hoping yeah. it will, will be for be. a little while. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, before yeah. they do. Yeah. they have kind of semi-permanent exhibitions yeah. to pass yeah. us. So. Perhaps we can catch up on that in a few weeks. Or yeah, something. that would be really nice. That would mm. be really nice. Um, any plans on showing down here? Oh, look, I've got, funny enough, the, the, the different scale of things, but uh, I'm in that toy art, but I'm also in a art sale for the St. Leonard School where oh. my boy uh, goes to. Terrific. It's opening Friday tomorrow yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> and we'll go through the weekend so it's in St Leonard's so I've got a print in there so cool. um, go along and Check spend your money yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that'd be yeah. great that'd be nice. a great way to school <laughs> cool oh, that's oh, oh brilliant well um, so <laughs> well if you're going to make if anyone's out there and they're making their way up to Auckland mm. um, before the 28th of April, April. I believe um, go along to the Gus Fisher gallery uh, and see this show, The Third Space Ang- Ang- Ambiguity. God. And the art of uh, Graham Fletcher uh, and everything else that's on at the um, Arts Fest, Auckland Arts Fest. There'll be mm. a lot of other things going mm, on around the city. Um, and also, um, if you're going up to Wellington, get along yeah, to Papa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should be good. That's cool. fantastic. Graham, 
Pleasure to meet you. Thank you so much for coming in. Thanks for having me on board here, yeah. Jamie. Cheers. Yeah, you're more than welcome. And I'll see and, and Andrea's off on I'm holiday. I'm off on holiday. Yeah. So probably a month or so yeah. before we catch up again. Well, but look good. forward to it. There'll be plenty to talk about. Yeah. No, brilliant. Awesome. Um, thank you both. Right, it is now.